America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley, and I'm about to go on vacation. I am literally sitting in my bedroom, not packed for vacation, and I have a flight at 6 a.m. And it is the evening before I have to do this. And I just don't know what it is. I can't not be a last-minute packer. And I know, I know this is a thing that stresses people out. I know people think, damn, that's fucking nuts. You haven't so much as even thought about what suitcase that you're... Like, you haven't thought about what's going to fit in there. How you're going to do it. What about your backpack? Do you have the shit to put the little travel bottles in that's going to have your face wash in it? I keep everything simple, bro. I keep everything so fucking simple. Like, I wash my face with Noxzema. My skin is just fine. Uh, I wash and I wash and shampoo my hair every couple of days. I rinse it otherwise. I put some... Nobody really asked, right? Nobody, absolutely nobody asked me this. But I just do the normal shit. I shower on a daily basis. I keep myself clean. I drink a lot of water so my skin stays hydrated. My knees are ashy most of the time because that's just, I don't know what the fuck it is. It's particularly my left knee just has this little ashy patch on it. And I wear shorts a lot and I just have gotten over it. Like if somebody's going to say something to me about my fucking knees, hey man, you know what? You're right. Uh, If you need to strike a match on them, go ahead. I heard all the jokes. Do what you got to do. One day my boy B was like, yo, you want to put some lotion on them slave ankles or what? You know, I get it, you know. And I, and I know I could just go put some lotion on my shit, but what's the point, right? Nah, I I, uh, I do I do moisturize as well. I moisturize. I'm not going to front. But anyway, so I actually put more time into what I do before I leave the house than what I do before I leave the house for a vacation. Because I feel like if I stress myself out too much... Then I'm just gonna, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna lose my shit. So I've been spending most of my time recently thinking about and identifying all the shit that causes stress in general. Um, I think we can all agree that being in a rush causes stress, right? So I've been being more mindful of making sure I get an adequate amount of sleep. So I can get up and take my time in the morning before I leave the house, make sure I got everything I need and ease into my day rather than wake up like, oh, fuck, uh, uh, like, should I call the car? Should I drive? Should I take the train? What's going to be the fast way for me to get there? I'm about to lose my fucking job. You know what I mean? Like all the shit that all those feelings that you don't like to have, because I ain't going to front. I feel nervous sometimes when I wake up too well rested. Because it's something I'm not used to after years of partying all night and then still going to work the next day, right? So some days I wake up and I feel mad well well rested like, oh shit, like this is what it feels like to actually rest. And when I feel well rested, I feel like, holy shit, did I oversleep? Is, is When it first started happening, my first thought was I had to have overslept. There's no way that I could just feel this good after sleeping. But it turns out that sleep actually helps you feel good. Um, So there it is. So Hannah and I, my wife, we're going to uh, Joshua Tree 
this weekend and we'll be there all week and we're going to be hanging out in palm springs in california we're going to be out in the desert it's going to be dope going to be doing some hiking some outdoor activity some spending some one-on-one qt that's that quality time for anybody who doesn't know what the fuck i'm talking about and i'll tell you what that shit is important man spend time with your with your wife spend time with your partner spend time with your husband spend time with your fucking person spend that one-on-one time as much as you can. We came out of quarantine. Quarantine, you're in each other's face every day. You're in each other's face constantly. Then we go back to our busy lives and we're like, oh shit, like now we're so busy that we haven't seen each other enough after going from like so extreme of seeing each other every second, every day, from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep at night to seeing each other when you come home and you're fucking exhausted and you're trying to catch up on your day, but you're also trying to decompress, it gets, you know, you you, you got to have a, a system in place that kind of helps you to navigate being busy and still managing to balance out spending time with the people you care about, especially your partner. So, you know, we got a little one-on-one vacation. We're celebrating our birthdays. It's going to be fucking dope. So by the time you hear this, it will still not be my birthday yet. But I will be in sunny California. That's where I'll be. Away from the wildfires and in the middle of the desert. You know what I'm saying? Um, Shit's going to be dope. It's going to be lit, lit, lit. I'm going to be chilling, though. I um, The difference between this birthday and my last birthday is that on my last birthday... I pretty much drank an entire large bottle of Espelon tequila, and I will not be doing that this birthday. This birthday, I'm going to be fucking waking up, feeling well-rested, and I'm going to do something. I don't know what we're going to do. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to do some things. We're going to do some grown-up things. You know what I'm talking about? And uh, it's going to be nice. I want to look up and see some stars. I want to be around nature, and I want to feel good. I want to feel great. So that's what it's about. Now, back to the whole stress thing. So, yeah, I've just been avoiding stress and trying to eliminate things that stress me out. I saw this amazing quote from this uh, Stoic philosopher that said something about, I can actually read you the direct quote because I don't want to butcher it, but it was basically talking about things that are in your control, right? And I love this. All right, here it goes. Who then? is the invincible human being. One who can be disconcerted by nothing that lies outside of the sphere of choice. And that really resonated with me. Somebody sent me that earlier in the week. One of my boys sent me that. And uh, I'm like, yo, that's so true. We get, we grow up watching people be stressed out and it just becomes so normal to be stressed out, right? You see all, when you're a kid, you see all the adults seem like they're stressed out about things or they get stressed out about things. And you're like, yeah, that's part of adulthood. And yeah, you know what? It is part of adulthood. Things are going to stress you out. But I don't think we should be constantly stressed out. You know what I mean? It ages you. It makes you sick. It makes you fat. You know, it's like, there's, I think there's other ways of, uh, living your life and living in a stressful state is not the fucking move so if something stresses you out identify it if you can control it if you have control over it then do something about it but stop bitching about it and if you do not have control over it then you know what maybe you should fucking make some moves and reevaluate how much you need this thing to be a part of your life right maybe you don't 
Maybe you got a stressful job. Maybe fucking it's hard, but maybe you need to, you know, start looking about thinking about looking for something else to do for a living. It's hard out here for a pimp. You know, it's hard out here for a pimp. Um, I was I do this really nerdy thing. Where I go on the fucking internet and I read about Marvel superheroes and random people in the Marvel universe. And I saw this this character came up that I had never seen before. It was this woman. I forget her name. And it said one of her main enemies was Daredevil. And whenever I see that, it fucking it confuses me. And the reason it confused me is because I'm I really just think like, yo, are you really just gonna keep fucking with this blind dude? Like, that's your main enemy in New York? Like that means honestly, if you pick Daredevil to be your main the main dude that's your enemy, you probably just kinda suck as a villain, right? Because he's probably the easiest dude. Like I feel like a regular person could beat him up. And I'm not I'm not disparaging Daredevil because he's blind. I just don't think that he needs to. By the way, if you don't know who Daredevil is, Daredevil is a guy who dresses up in a devil suit who uh, is is blind. He went blind because of an accident and he fights crime specifically in the Hell's Kitchen area of New York City, which if you've been to New York City, Hell's Kitchen is like fucking five blocks long. Like, Hell's Kitchen is a very small area, so essentially, this guy is just a hall monitor in a fucking red jumpsuit who's walking around stopping fucking old ladies from getting mugged. You know what I mean? Like, he can't really do anything. And, and you know what? And, and I know you're thinking, oh, this is, you know this is fake, right? But I went to bed last night thinking about this shit. Like, Daredevil lives in New York City. You know who else is a superhero in New York City? Spider-Man. I don't think we need Daredevil. We have we have good superheroes already. Fucking, I don't know, man. I don't know. And I, and I, and maybe they just maybe he's just good friends with somebody, and they just let him have Hell's Kitchen. I don't know. I just don't think he fucking. Uh, I don't think he's necessary to be honest. I think he's useless, like, like, like a fucking appendix, right? When you just have when all of a sudden. Your appendix causes you all these problems, and then you and then the doctor fucking takes it out, and you're like, yeah, you know, you didn't even actually really need that. Oh, so it was just causing me all this pain. Yeah, but was it doing anything before? Nah, not really. Oh, that's kind of how that's kind of how Dare. I feel like Daredevil is like that level of useless. I don't know. You know, if you got. Something to tell me about Daredevil that might change my mind, you can email me at CoreyHasAPodcast at gmail.com. Um, I would love to know. I'm not I, I want like I loved him as a kid. I thought he was really cool. Um uh, and now I just I I just I feel like I'm over him. I feel like he hasn't done anything for me lately. What have you done for me lately? Right? Fuck you, pay me. That's that same attitude. Right there. Have you ever seen Goodfellas? You should. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's a very good movie. Um, uh, yeah. I had a conversation with one of my younger clients the other day about going through the awkward phase. Um, when you're younger, you're going through the awkward phase of you don't look how you're going to look yet. You ever think about that? 
you you might be like getting acne and shit. Your body's changing. You're not necessarily comfortable with it. Maybe you're a fucking boy and all of a sudden you got these long ass lanky arms and legs and you haven't grown into it yet. You got a huge head and a pencil neck or some shit. You know, you're a girl and all of a sudden you got these fucking huge cans. You got these big ass titties and you fucking come back to school and you're trying to hide them under a sweater and everybody's like, she's a woman now. And it's funny, like, we just, you one day you're just a fucking adolescent or a kid and you just, and then all of a sudden you're kind of like almost an adult, your voice changes, you start getting hair in places, like, but some people, I feel like, some people will just immediately kind of gracefully go from childhood to adulthood and then I feel like some people go through a really awkward phase and the conversation I had the girl said to me she said she said I feel like young people now aren't going through an awkward phase and I was like what do you mean she's like I just feel like people just look like from they just look like like adults at a young age and I'm just like I guess maybe they do. I mean, I don't really know. The people that I spend my days around mostly are adults around my age, so I I really wouldn't know. But she's like, yeah, I just feel like they're all adults. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. But what she said was, I feel like everyone needs to go through an awkward phase. Everyone needs to go through that stage where they're just like, because it's humbling, right? Right. And if you don't go through it, then you don't have the humbling experience. Because if you know what it's like to be ugly, and then all of a sudden one day you blossom into this beautiful thing, you might be a little more humble. And I also, on the flip side of that, know people that were always beautiful, and then that goes away, and then they're and then they become bitter. One of my friends posted this thing the other day and said TBT and FBF, Flashback Friday, are a washed up girl's favorite fucking days to post. And I was like, damn, that's cold. You ice cold. But I thought that shit was mad funny because it's true, right? And it's not necessarily I even think directed at girls. I know a lot of dudes who I thought were the shit back in the day. And I was going through an awkward phase where I look, yo, I'll tell you what, man. And then, and anyway, the guys that I thought were the shit are no longer the shit. And some of them still are. More power to you, man. And I think that's dope. But it's, it really just depends, right? Like, we, I, I feel like we kind of all just let the chips fall where they may. We, we make choices. And then one day you wake up and you're just a fucking adult. One day you wake up and you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s. And all the choices that we make on a regular basis get you to where you are. Sometimes shit just happens to you, right? Things are beyond your control. But sometimes, well, real real talk, most of the things that, most of the, the choices you make are the reason why you are where you are, you know? Apart from environmental things that you can't control, right? So, I don't know. Because it got me thinking about my awkward face. But when I was, when I was in high school, at one point, I started getting these really bad fucking breakouts, um, 
and you start trying all this shit, right? I started trying proactive, proactive solution. And proactive is one of those things that they had the commercials, pro, and they had celebrities. Hi, I'm Julianne Huff, right? And, and fucking proactive works while you're using it. And then you discover, oh, you stop using it and it stops working. So that's how they get you. And you just keep buying it, buying it, buying it. Your skin goes to shit. So for me, I used to get these fucking huge, gigantic, like I used to get like a Mount Rushmore of pimples across the top of my forehead. And what did I do? I just wore fitteds all the time. I just would throw a fitted on and you couldn't tell that I was breaking out. But what happens is you start sweating so much that, and also I was a big do-rag under the fitted guy because I had, my fucking waves were so tight and spinning all the time because I was that guy that my shits were doing 360s, waves on my head looking like tsunami hit it. But, uh, so that didn't help because I was, I would sweat if it was hot and then it made it worse and then you just end up looking crazy and you end up looking at yourself in the mirror every night going, yo, am I ever going to fucking look like a normal person? Or am I just going to look like this fucking rock person for the rest of my life? Am I just going to be like, because you see the adults, right? You see the adults before you. I would look at my dad and be like, well, his skin is clear. What the fuck? Like, aren't I supposed to look like that? You know, and you just don't know, you know? So... Am I humble because I fucking had a bad, awkward face and horrible skin? No, not really. I, I, <laughs> I, um, I, I'm pretty humble. I'm a humble guy in some things. I think humility is one of those things that is super important um, in general in terms of how you treat other human beings, right? Like you should use humility when dealing with other people, especially when you're in an environment where um, everybody's performance is different or whatever, or everybody doesn't necessarily have the, the same level of anything. It could be charisma. It could be style. It could be um, fucking just like the way you operate in general. You know what I mean? Like just be humble, right? I think that's, that's cool. But if you're like in a competition of, of some sort and you're the best at that competition, I think you have the right to be a little bit fucking outspoken about how good you are and you can celebrate that in a respectful way, right? But some people would call that cocky. I don't know. We all got different opinions. I had a con- I had a really interesting conversation with my best friend earlier about about the word normal, about how we all we all talk about normalizing things. And I used to walk around saying for a long time, I'm so fucking normal. I'm just a normal guy. But I, and, and at first it started out as a joke. <laughs> and then it even like when I started becoming more introspective and started making certain choices in my life, like in the last year, um, you know, deciding to go off the booze and quitting, you know, the habits that kind of were doing me more harm in my life than good. I... I would start saying like, fuck, am I just normal and everyone else is crazy, which is a crazy thought because the truth of the matter is I'm sure everyone has thought something similar to that at some point, right? Not just me. Uh, The truth of the matter is it's 
normal is not necessarily a real thing. You know what I mean? Like if you're in a group of people and everybody in that group of people does the same thing, then that's normal in that group of people. So everybody's normal is different. So when I see all these like normalize this and normalize that, it's like, why? What's working over here is not necessarily going to work over there. You know what I mean? And it just is, I feel like it's always going to be that way, right? No matter what. Um, why don't we just all respect each other, right? I don't know. Fucking going through an awkward phase here. No, if, you, um, if you're going through an awkward phase and you're ugly, you might not be ugly for a long time. And then, you know what? Maybe you will be ugly for the rest of your life. And if that's the case, then just become really fucking funny. You know, that works for everybody. Um, and in terms of vacation, I do want to say that I'm going to make an attempt to be on vacation and actually relax. Because I feel like with the accessibility of everything, you can see... You have your email in your pocket. You have access to work all the time. You have access to people who are not with you when you're anywhere. You ever go out and you see people at a dinner table? I took my wife out to dinner last week. And I was looking around at dinner tables with other people at them. And when we go out to dinner, strict rule, I don't fucking have my phone out or near me. And I look over at other people's tables. They got their fucking phones out. They're all staring at their phones. They're not talking to each other. They're not engaged in a conversation. And I think that shit is whack. That shit is mad whack to me because, yo, I took you out to dinner. I came here to connect with you. Why do we always have to be on our fucking phones? My best friend said something brilliant today. He said, people don't have phones. They have a fucking, they have an Instagram device in their pocket that makes phone calls sometimes. It's like, that's it. You know, we're all just worried about, like, we can't just be in the moment, right? We're worried about what everybody else is doing all the time. And I think that's bullshit. So when I, when I, when you see me out to fucking dinner with my wife, don't ask me if I saw your post. Fuck your post. I'm out to dinner with my wife. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how I'm giving it up. Um, Not for nothing, though. I did see, I woke up on Sunday and they give you that report. I saw my screen time was down 24% last week and I was really happy about that. Um, that's just a little victory I'd like to share with you guys because I trust you all. Um, that's it. That's it. Keep winning. Keep winning. The quote of the day is, anyone who has a problem with me winning this year shall be offended. That's a Royster 5-9 quote. Let these motherfuckers watch you win. Do what you want to do. We spend way too much time... Uh, Letting what other people want us to do dictate our decisions. And there's no more of that. Fucking get out there and shine big. Shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond, baby. Um, Next time I talk to you guys, I'll be 32 years old. I have been Corey Easley. And this is the oldest I've ever been in my life. And it's cool. I'm not upset about it. I feel pretty fucking pumped about what's to come. Because I'm setting myself up to do the damn thing, right?
put yourself in position to put yourself in position. You feel me? Yo, listen, guys, thank you for fucking listening to my show. Thanks for sharing it with your friends. Thanks for sharing it on your social media. Fucking go leave me a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening to it. Share this with your friends. I hope you fucking have a fantastic day. And uh, take care of the people you love and take care of yourself. Later.